Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MDFW is part of Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about security. And I could not think of a better person to have this conversation with than Josh Summers. He's an entrepreneur and a media creator who has experienced firsthand what happens when your identity is stolen, your accounts get hacked, and you are digitally surveilled. His time living in China taught him that everything you do online is traceable, but there are ways to minimize your risks. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Josh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lorraine. It's a joy to be here. It's my pleasure. And I want to dive right in with some of the misconceptions that people have about online security. Absolutely. And I think that one of the biggest ones, especially for small business owners coming into this, is thinking that online security is very much just a personal thing. And yet, as a small business owner, as somebody that is trying to build something, especially a lot of us doing it bootstrapped, we forget that our own business security is also really, really important. I'll give you one example. Most people, when they start their business, they will uh, register their company with their home address. And while that's something that, you know, it makes sense when we're just starting out, we don't have a lot of money to get things started. We tend to forget that that's what's on our business registration for years and years. And there are ways that you can actually go back and say, hey, you know, I want to retain privacy, my personal privacy, and separate it from my business by creating, I've got a virtual address or you, there are a lot of companies that will allow you to set up a registered address through them and change that. And that's just one of many different ways that you can do that. Absolutely. When I started my business, I, I was one of those businesses. I started it out of my home. I thought that was what I needed. And someone finally convinced me, just get a a mailbox, not a PO box, because that says PO box. But a lot of those mailboxes, et cetera, places, you can get a mailbox and it's just a street address with a number. And Mm -hmm. I much prefer people thinking that's where my business was when I was still operating out of the house. Absolutely. The same thing also goes for something like your personal phone number, where we would put in our cell phone number as our business number. And when you start mixing that, and now you're getting phone calls from your aunt or your mom, as well as from your clients, things can just get really messy. So going through and making those changes to say, you know what, I'm going to set up a separate phone number. And it doesn't have to be a new phone or something really expensive. It can just be a new phone number that you add on. All right. So I've got my address. I've got my phone number. Those are some of the basics, protecting just my security and keeping things private. But beyond that, what kind of things should business owners be thinking about to create a more secure online profile? Absolutely. I think that we need to treat our IP, our intellectual property, as valuable because it is valuable. And one of the best ways that we can do that, you know, most of us have halfway decent passwords, or at least I hope we have fairly good passwords. Uh, if you were to think about the door on your house, the the lock on your door is kind of like your password. The deadbolt is kind of like 2FA or something called two-factor authentication. And most accounts, whether it's your email, 
whether it's your social media, all of these accounts usually allow for some kind of 2FA. And if it allows for it, especially if it's your business account, I highly recommend that you set that up. It could be an authenticator app. You've probably heard of Google Authenticator or Authy, or it could be a physical 2FA key. Those aren't that expensive. You can get some for like 20 to $40 and they make a huge difference in how much harder it is for someone to hack into any of these accounts that you have. Absolutely. I think people think a lot about protecting their their bank accounts and and the banks are definitely requiring that two-factor authentication now. But I don't think that businesses think about protecting their website, their social media, their shared files, not just from the outside world, but also employees come and go. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, when you think about it too, it's your company reputation on the line, right? If somebody comes in and does something on your social media, that that portrays very poorly to your company. Uh, and there's a lot of damage that can be done through that. Uh, someone was telling me recently, and this isn't just damage to reputation. This business had their Facebook business manager account hacked and the person who hacked them spent like $5,000 on ads for a different product and service. And it took months to get that untangled and corrected. Who needs that kind of headache? No kidding. Not only that. So I had one friend who his, it actually wasn't his company, but he knew of a company that uh, they had their email hacked, which doesn't sound like a big deal, except they went through and emailed one of their clients an invoice for that. Obviously the, the payment details went to the other person, you know, the person that had hacked as opposed to them. And so now their client lost money and lost trust in the company. It was just not a good deal. Absolutely not. What else not just, you know, people hacking, but why else should I protect my digital? Now, obviously, you were living in China. You know, people think, okay, I'm here in the U.S. It's different, but is it? You know, that's a great question. I think, you know, there's a lot of what I lived through in China that uh, it, it's like at face value, it seems like it was more extreme and, and I think China is very overt about the type of surveillance and the type of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, digital, you know, just invasion of privacy that, that happens when you live in that country. But I think it's actually true in most places where we live. It's just not as overt. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that even when it comes to your personal information, when it comes to your business information, there's a lot of that info that is floating out there already, something called the dark web, you know, where our information is already out there. Still, we have control, more control than we realize. So there's a lot of people that think, oh, I'm just going to throw up my hands and give up because it's already out there. There's nothing I can do. But we really do need to be careful about how we uh, give out different types of information. Um, You know, that's one of the number one reasons why whenever I'm you know, doing anything related to my business, I'm sending my TIN number. I'm not sending my social security number because I want to protect that part of the information that I have. And so it's those little things of what kind of information are you giving away and how much can you not if you don't have to. I just heard this article about a uh, job scam on LinkedIn 
where their job postings, people think they are hired for these amazing virtual jobs, and then they get a request, hey, send us your social security number, send us your bank account number so we can get the paperwork done. People also need to be savvy and no, send me an encrypted link. I'll fill out paperwork when I meet you face to face. Send me a form. Don't just send your information anywhere and everywhere. That is absolutely right. I think we we want to be trusting and it's not that we want to be completely paranoid of every single person, uh, but you do have to you do have to just use, I hate to use the word common sense because it's just, it's hard. And, you know, Lorraine, the one thing I will add to this right here is that if there's anybody listening to this that thinks I'm not going to be scammed, I'm, I'm too smart to be scammed. I've seen all these scams. This, that's for dumb people that fall into this. It's not. The scams prey on pretty much anybody nowadays. And you think it's just the like 50 and older. It's not. It, the, the fastest growing segment is actually businesses. And so it, it really, it, it is worth your time to spend it trying to secure your business. Absolutely. Um, are there some other common scams that people should be looking out for, particularly ones targeting businesses? Yes. Uh, the fastest growing scam for businesses is actually the email compromise scam. Uh, that's where they will be able to take and get, gain control of email and be able to send email on your behalf. So I don't know if you knew the uh, Barbara Corcoran from the Shark Tank show. Mm -hmm. uh, she had this happen where somebody was able to get into her email and emailed her assistant that same thing where it's like, hey, can you please have uh, this invoice paid immediately? And thankfully, they were able to stop it before it went through. Uh, and I'm not going to go into great detail about this, Lorraine, but there is something called DMARC having to do with your email. And if you think that email is something that is um, that could, if compromised, really harm your company, then it's worth looking into setting up DMARC for your email. It's basically just a protection uh, to make sure that anything sent from your email uh, actually comes from you. So you have to authorize any of these marketing email services like uh, ConvertKit or uh, MailChimp or any of those, uh, you have to authorize them to be able to send on your behalf. And that's what DMARC is. I could talk about security forever because I don't, I don't think there's ever a time when you have too much protection, but we're out of time. So Josh, I'm going to encourage everybody that if they are interested, they need to go to your website, which is allthingssecure.com to learn more about what they can do to protect themselves. Josh, thanks again for being a part of the show. Thank you so much, Lorraine. I appreciate it. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to drop by digitaltoolbox.club. Watch a video, download a worksheet, see what you need to learn to grow your business. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.